T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Clint Sterner's Football at Four. Boys, I got uh, I got bad news, man. Uh-oh. Ron, what do you, we, we've been on the radio a little bit. Put you on the spot here. What do you think my favorite thing to eat is? I think it's something Mexican. Nope. One item. Individual singular item. Chris, you got any, you've been listening for a while. You got any suggestions? Barbecue? Nope. No, it ain't, but definitely ain't barbecue. Wow, that crossed me up. Seven one three five seven two four six ten. I bet I bet the first I bet three of the first five texts are right. Is it steak? No. Seafood. Well, you're getting there. Shrimp. Nope. You're getting closer oh, sh- though. Oh, Oysters? I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> That'll add too fake. Yeah, well, that's that is that is right. You, the the number one oh, item that I can get from a restaurant is is the crawfish etouffee at Papados. But boiled crawfish, man, mm. I got bad news, boys. I don't know how official the reports are that I'm seeing, but a lot of what I'm seeing is that uh, Louisiana, for one reason or another, whether I think it was the drought, the drought that really did a number on the uh, the crawfish industry. A lot of our bugs, a lot of our mud bugs come out of uh, come out of Louisiana, obviously, and apparently that drought made it impossible to flood the fields where the crawfish were, and so there's a there is a shortage of crawfish, mm. which means the ones we do get got a lot of crawfish and, and mud bugs in here. A lot of people, yes, them. indeed, and wings. We are going to have to pay a a huge premium for crawfish. Well, somebody's going to have to do it. Well, I'll be one of them. I know you will. Well, I mean, here's the deal. If your crawfish are good, I will overpay for them. I go to a crawfish spot, boys, and sit down, and I, I'm I don't even care about the price. I know I'm gonna spend a. I know I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat so much that that ticket is gonna piss me off if I if I think about it along the way. So I just choose to worry about to cross that bridge when I get to the ticket time. So I know it's gonna be expensive, but. Um, I'm a little concerned because this is different than normal. I think there's always some kind of built-in, like because crawfish is becoming so popular, like I think they're trying to make it a mainstream item where they can charge an arm and a leg for it kind of deal because everybody's eating it now. So there's always something built in of like, oh, there's a shortage, there's a shortage, and here's why. That drought was real. Mm. My well water got funky. The drought was real. And so I could see where that could be a real problem. So anyway, for all my crawfish eaters out there, uh, I, I think that the, if the reports I'm seeing are legit, the prices could go up, but it's not going to stop me, boys. Mm. 12, it's not. It's not going to stop me. Twelve ninety nine a pound. Who, already? Oh, they're someone, already. They're already. Someone texted in. 
Twelve ninety nine a pound. That's a high number. That's up there. Yeah. That's up there. I, I I can give you. I've eaten ten pounds multiple occasions. I, I can give you ten on on. I've, on, I've on, witnessed it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's so that, that'd be twelve ninety nine a pound is going to be steep for me, boys. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, I, I remember getting them for three dollars a pound back in the day. Now that was back in them in them uh, late eighties, early nineties, but uh, it, it was it was a real deal. Um, back to the Texans. As as we thought, my biggest fear when D'Amico Ryan's was hired, my biggest fear. You hire an offensive coordinator, you hire an offensive staff, you kick ass, the quarterback plays well, you put up points, you exceed expectations, and then what happens? You start getting poached, man. Yep. Your staff starts getting targeted. Folks want a part, they want a little piece of that secret sauce that made CJ Stroud who he is. And all my CJ Stroud lovers out there, relax. CJ gets the credit. CJ did a good job. I'm not saying that CJ's only his season only happened because of one. No, no. But it's they're all it's all part of the pie now. Bobby Slowick is getting a ton of attention. What'd you say, Ron? Is it is it five? Is it five teams to date have requested an interview? Yeah, Bobby Slowick, uh, Titans, Commanders, Falcons, Panthers, and Seahawks thus far. Five have, uh, teams requested him, and he's interviewed. already he's already interviewed virtually with a couple of those teams. Yeah, with, so some uh, of these we're down to two. We're down to we're, we're down to interview number two. Yeah, right. Um, I, I think this is a an issue that as Texans fans we're gonna as long as we're successful we're gonna have to deal with this. We're, we're gonna we're gonna have to deal with year in year out our offensive staff coming in. I mean, other teams coming in and poaching our offensive staff. The only guy's opinion, ultimately, that really matters, though, for being completely honest with you, is C.J. Stroud. How does C.J. Stroud feel? Let's go with Bobby Slowick first. How does C.J. Stroud, uh, what's his thoughts on Bobby Slowick potentially getting poached and going elsewhere? Bobby, um, somebody who, when I came in, man, I knew that um, he was going to push me hard. He was going to be hard on me. He he held me at a standard all year, held me accountable. Because, I mean, a lot of times, man, when you're playing good ball, um, guys, they, they kind of like let you do what you do and like leave you alone. Um, but Bobby, man, he was always on me about like the little details um, in my position. You know what I'm saying? I, I appreciated that, you know, because you don't always get that. And he always just was hard on me, uh, but also showed me a lot of love, man. A ton of love, very knowledgeable, um, can really dice, dice the defense up, uh, puts a lot of trust in his players, um, and really just never got away from what he, what he knows. You know what I'm saying? Of course, like, um, tailored his his coaching to like what was here at the Texans, but he did what was at the core of his heart, and I could appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? And um, but whatever happens with those guys, uh, they deserve whatever whatever um, uh, what is whatever's coming to them. And I've been uh, it's been a blessing working with them. But if they come back, that'd be cool too. <laughs> Obviously, it'd be cool if if they come back. I'd I mean, say change change is not always good in this in this particular situation clearly I, I love that right there because because CJ spent the majority of the time telling you how good Bobby Slowick is and then saying hey if they got to go they got to go so um clearly we'll we'll get more if Bobby Slowick does leave we'll get we'll get a little more specific on exactly what the, the plan is the good thing about Bobby Slowick Ron one I think it's real how real do you think this is that that Bobby Slowick is is potentially gone oh I I think it's very very real um, now he may he may not feel he's ready, and it's not a guarantee. Right. But with so many openings available, the tree that he comes from, the success that he has had, uh, and it wasn't all perfect. 
Um, I think he is going to be a really hot commodity. A young offensive mind from the Shanahan tree that had immediate success with a quarterback that I don't think people... I think if we take ourselves back to the draft, I don't think uh, people thought to themselves, C.J. Stroud, he'll be... That'll be easy. That'll yep. be immediate. Yep. Agreed. You know, not even to as, to as good as he's been, but it, that'll be yeah. immediate. Yeah. The, the, the interesting thing about Bobby Sloak, and we said this before, Bobby Sloak is absolutely nails for a handful of reasons. Um, his quarterback led the league in yards passing per game, and there was no assistance from a man-beating wide receiver. There was no assistance from a run game. There was no assistance from a quarterback that can scramble and extend plays and go get 50, 70, 80 yards rushing, uh, making the making the play caller right. It, it, it all came, which I think is in the most impressive way, from a scheme perspective and with a quarterback that, that is surgical and can dissect the defense from the pocket with unbelievably quick decisions. He was unbelievably prepared. Um, and, and so I only say all that to say that if, if you're evaluating Bobby Sloak as a play caller and as a developer um, and as a, as a guy that gets the most out of his players, he, he did it in an unbelievably impressive way. Like, there, there's again, there's no just throwing balls up and 50-50 catches. There's no run game associated with it. Uh, overcoming injuries. There's no busted plays that that accounted for the majority of the offensive production. Um, it's it's unbelievably impressive and convincing if you're trying to hire a guy. Here's the other thing too, Ron with Bobby, it, that that scares me a bit is because you said you, you 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 spurred the thought when you said, now he may not be ready. And I'm, I'm going to assume let, let, let's assume that he's getting these interviews because other people think he is ready. Oh yeah, other people think yeah. he's ready and, and, and it, would take a chance even if he's not. If you're because I, I think I may be moving on this stance, right? I thought it too. Like I, I thought, well, the only the only chance is if Bobby's not ready, then he's got to be selective and he should come back and wait. After what happened to Mike Kafka, <laughs> I'm, set, I'm telling you, man. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having confidence in yourself, but at the end of the day, there's a lot. Like Bobby Slowick could backslide and not be as impressive next year as he is right now. It, it, like just, just it could just happen, right? You, you never but know you, why. But you said it. He the schedule gets more difficult. Oh yeah, you, you they, they already <laughs> they got Dallas, they got Kansas City, they got Buffalo, they got Baltimore, they got, they got a yeah. schedule. They got it. They got a probably a, a, a team in Jacksonville's so, coming. Yes, a team yes. Coming. So so if you're Bobby, I don't know that I, I don't know that I'm going to risk going. Ah, I'm not. If other people are convinced you're ready and they got a contract on the table and they're ready to pay you and, and there's a buyout in there and there's all like I don't I don't and know. And as you, you said it last week, I don't know that Bobby's stock can get higher. It can't. Absolutely cannot. Than it is right now. It, it, it can move drastically in the other direction, but I, it may inch up if the Texans win the Super Bowl next year. But even if they won the Super Bowl next year, I think it would take less from CJ Stroud to do it. He's gonna have some help in the run game. He's gonna have some help with with, with the with the, the skill players on the team, I would think. Because I think this is different than Ben Johnson. Like Ben Johnson came back. That's what a lot of people look at. Well, Ben Johnson with Detroit, he came back. But I mean, Ben was working with Jared Goff, a guy who's been to a Super yeah. Bowl and has yeah. been to, to a Pro Bowl, and they got a pretty good roster. 
Like that. Like people look at Detroit and say, "Well, they've got some guys yeah. back there," and they drafted more to them. Boy, what spots I, were available? What, what teams were available? Hired coaches last year. Texans, uh, Panthers. Uh, those are the two big ones. Broncos. Broncos. There's there's a good one. Um. So two of those teams, like, I can understand where Sean Payton would get hired over Ben Johnson. I can understand where the D'Amico Ryan's would get hired here over Ben Johnson. So I, my point in saying that is, I just wonder how many options Ben had. Like, I don't think Bobby should just go. I'll go anywhere for a head job. But I, I don't know, man. I like it, it's just a. It is a risky sucker, boy, if you say, oh, I'm not ready yet, even though these guys are ready to hand me a contract. Anyway, we can go on for days about this. It's not just – here's what's changed today is that it's not just Bobby Slowick. Um, the New Orleans Saints have requested uh, to interview Gerard Johnson. Is there another team other than the Saints? The Browns. The Browns, the Browns are going to have an uh, a, a in-person uh, interview with him tomorrow. Today, virtual with the uh, – uh, the. Uh, Hell is that? Did you just say the Saints? The Saints, yeah. Virtual with the Saints today. Well, Gerard Johnson, obviously the quarterback coach um, for C.J. Stroud, has done a hell of a job. Here is C.J. Stroud again on Gerard Johnson, the quarterback coach, and he and he puts a bow on it with uh, thoughts on if he moves on. Yeah, Gerard. Um, I've known Gerard since I was sixteen. Um, I was uh, in the league eleven uh, with him. He was my quarterback coach there, and. One thing, man, I can say about Gerard, man, is like when you talk about someone who knows how to play the position uh, of quarterback and knows how to relay something, um, but also just a great person, man, a, a guy who who um, loves uh, football. He loves Houston. He loves Texas. Um, he loves his family. He's a great family man. Um, and somebody who's taught me just a, a tremendous uh, a, a, a tremendous amount of information. But on top of that, man, put a lot of confidence into me as well. Like when I was 16 at Elite 11, we did like this little like circle group. It was like all the quarterbacks in my group. And Gerard's one thing for me was like be confident because he at that time like I wasn't really the highest recruit. I wasn't uh, who I who I will become. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I always knew that it would be a possibility, but I didn't I didn't hear it out like those type of the Gerard's one I looked up to like he played at Texas A&M. I knew that um, and stuff like that. And when he was like, man, you need to be more confident. Like and. It was just like it changed my life, you know what I'm saying. And from there, like fast forward, I'm here with him my rookie year. Um, it's been just a, a blessing to work with him. And I'm whatever happens, man, I'm excited for him, and he deserves everything that's coming for him. And um, I'm super blessed to be able to work with him. And damn, come. I didn't see this one. <laughs> I didn't either. Not that quick. Not that quick. Because because now it's for me, it's a bigger it's a bigger concern. Because really, my concern about losing the OC, I, I think, is 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 obviously very valid. But it, but there there is a backup plan, if you will. Like I think Bill Lazor being in the building, I think D'Amico. That's strategic, right? I mean, D'Amico has Somebody Bill Lazor in the, the tires building. On Bill Lazor. Right. Well, I mean, if he if he moves into the OC role and does well, they damn sure will, right? But I I think the, the you you look at this, you go, okay, Bobby Slow is going to call plays. Bill Lazor is going to be here. He'll, he'll be he'll be a guy, obviously in waiting, a guy that 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 you would have in house if if Bobby does move on. And Gerard Johnson is also another potential play caller that's in the building that you could now if you lose two of those three in year one boy this thing's coming at you a lot faster than i thought it was going to yeah right that's 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 a lot of change for cj the i mean those are the main voices who worked the greatest arguably the greatest rookie seat no the greatest rookie season we've seen from a quarterback when you account for him winning a playoff game as well 
Like those are the two major voices with yeah. him and D'Amico. Those are the th- those are two of the three major voices and people who work with him that have, I think, real potential, real potential to not be here. Hey. And you've heard us talk about what that's looked like when other quarterbacks have lost guys. Hell, just coordinators, not. Yeah, I tell you what I what I. Uh... What I would do if I was D'Amico, probably already has, being honest with you. The more I think about it, the more it makes sense. Especially after seeing him play this year. Case would be my quarterback coach next year. I would do everything I could to be Case Keenum my quarterback coach. And if Bill Blazer moves into the into the, the OC position, what pieces would have fell in place nicely, huh? I guess, man. I guess. I mean, it's painful for you to even talk about it, huh? I, yeah, I just like, I mean, it just the, the Bill, like, like you're looking for somebody in that system, in that system, and I don't know. I, I get. I, is this Bill's first year in this system? I don't know where Bill comes from. Where he has been the coordinator running, if he's been running in this system. I just like you. Just got to find every, a whole new look of things right now with with that. If you, if you go that route, that is that. Hopefully the Texans don't have to replace both of those guys. But it is hard to see that they they wouldn't have to do it. All right. Speaking of the offense and everybody involved with the offense, Bobby Slowick, C.J. Stroud, three points. Of all the things that occurred, three damn points. They never got across the Ravens' 25, let alone red zone. What happened? We discussed that coming up. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's Reaction Monday, Playoff Edition. Presented by Texas Star Grill Shop on Sports Radio 610. Here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back in uh, to uh, The Drive on this Reaction Monday presented by Texas Star Grill Shop. Um, And uh, Clint, by the way, if you missed it, Josh Hader, number 71. That's what he had in San Diego with the Padres. 
Number 71. I don't care if you're Wharton Little League. That ain't it. You're not it. You ain't 71? 71, baby. And he got that ponytail. Frail, skinny gentleman. Yeah, well, Bringing a lot of power. Though. Yeah, that's right. He's, he's damn sure wired <laughs> yeah, right. That's got, for sure. Yeah, he's got it. Oh, 71. I didn't think you'd like it. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I, like, I don't like it at all. I, I don't like that. Yeah, it looks good on Trent Williams. Not, I don't like it on on Josh. Yeah, it that's that's got that's got Trent and that's Titus, ain't it? Big Titus. Okay, seventy one there. Yeah, that, that ain't that ain't Josh. You got you got come. That ain't it. I mean, Josh could have came in and took any number he wanted. Really, he. he I mean, did. with the exception he of a couple. Seventy one. That's what he had in San Diego. Seventy one, baby. Oh, what do? You, how do you get to seventy one? We got a. We gotta get to the bottom. I, I, I could like baseball guys. Like I could get. Oh, Lane, find out. I could get into the thirties. Like baseball guys, I, I I could I could if I hear oh he's number twenty seven, cool. He seems. Oh, like he's twenty eight, cool. He seems ninety nine. Uh, fair. Th- Closer, th- there's yeah, hard I, thrower. Fair. There there are certain numbers that are up there that I could get behind. I, I could get behind like your like fifty. I could get behind forty four. You like forty four out of the yeah. Bullpen. I mean, I, I like but I could get behind 99. 99 seventy one. That's about as random as you get. <laughs> watch it, watch it be like his his uncle that played back in the back in the forties <laughs> that passed away or something. Watch it be his number. Or maybe he's really a huge huge Trent Williams fan. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's a Trent guy. Yeah, he just rolls that way. All right, man. Listen, Clint, I, I've been waiting to get your thoughts on this after the game, watching it. Like, to me, I, I, obviously, I picked the Ravens to win this game. Um, but one of the things that I said was, I don't think that the Texans would get embarrassed. And offensively, we've watched this team play with, you know, not the, the most healthy parts where they've struggled and have had and have had guys out. We've watched them. The last two weeks in playoff games against pretty good defenses. Obviously, Cleveland was ranked number one. And then the Colts had a pretty good defense. Not have certain players. Not have certain weapons. And they they were able to move the ball and score and look really good. Really, really good against the Browns. Clint, they mustered three points. And, and a 47-yard field goal attempt. That was missed. And they could not cross... The hell with the red zone. They didn't even get close. And offensively, I didn't think that they would just be no contest. I mean, there were there were portions in the second half. They didn't have a chance. And you knew it when it was first down. It didn't matter. There could have been penalties, whatever. They didn't yeah. have a shot. Yeah. What happened to Bobby, CJ, in this offense? Well, you? I think there's several answers. But I think I think the, the biggest one for me is, is their, their – their biggest weakness that's not injury related, um, I think, got exposed. Um, the 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 lack of twitch on this football team is is I think was blatantly obvious and the 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 biggest problem um, on Saturday. Uh, whether we're talking about running back, tight end, or wide receiver. Um, the the lack of of twitch and speed and explosion change of direction however you want to couch it like that was uh to me the the biggest takeaway in, in this game now the penalties were obviously an issue the inability to run the football the pocket was collapsing there, there's a lot that was going on but 
the one that I think is is like I think the offensive line gets better with injury, with with guys getting healthy. Um, the twitch thing at the skill player position is big for me because the only thing that helps is is you either draft them and they're ready to play or you sign them in free agency. Um, when when all hell's breaking loose and you can't protect, or if you can't run the football, then you've got to you've got to uh, somebody's got to create some separation. Somebody's got to catch a ball with a little bit of separation, make guys miss, and go get you a first down. And and there were just absolutely zero answers with this offense. I I think there's several issues, Ron, like I mentioned, but I think the biggest one that that came from this game for me is is the lack of 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 twitch, speed, uh, and and explosion. No disrespect to Nico, it's just not his game. Um, no disrespect to Dalton Schultz, just not his game. No disrespect. To Devin Singletary, it it just it's just not who he is. Yeah, Clint, I mean they listen, what CJ led the league in uh, passing yards per game. It was like two seventy six. I think he led the NFL. They yep. had two hundred and thirteen yards total. Yeah. Yeah. Two thirteen total. I didn't see that coming. Nineteen for thirty three for a buck seventy five. Now he didn't make any mistakes with the interceptions or anything, or they didn't turn it over. That's crazy. Like, you'd have walked in and said, all right, Texans aren't going to turn it over. And they're not going to give up sacks. And they're going to have the worst offensive performance yeah. they've had with C.J. Stroud as a starter. That was like, like that, that one didn't make a lot of sense. And I think a big thing that jumps out, man, was when you talk about the lack of weapons and all that around it, and when you cannot turn to getting any kind of run running game from they just the, swallowed it, I didn't mean they? just from no there was no fear of one hey I'll lock down these guys because I don't feel fear that anybody's going to make big plays and we're gonna come completely ears pinned back not just because of the score of the game but because we can stop the run on the way to get to the quarterback. Yeah. And that like that was that was the part that that just jumped for me. As I just see someone here on the text line, let's just be honest, guys. Uh the play calling was questionable. I just like I just don't know. I think Dick Golan said it as as best as we had him on your old coach earlier. Like, hey man, when you got a play sheet and nothing on your play sheet that you call works. Yeah, like, when you get through it, you turn that thing over, you flip it over, you got your alternatives, as he said, and none of it, not yeah. a damn one works. Like that is, and not to mention, not a damn one works. And then you got people jumping off sides, and and there's multiple false false starts that that set you back. Like, listen, I I am not going to give Bobby Slowick a pass here. The even the adjustment, something. Uh, something better, but that man was that man was calling plays, Clint. That he knew what gonna work. <laughs> like, like I'm, yeah. Like he knew what gonna work. So it's it's hard for me. Like if you gonna like to me, I think CJ has the same amount of blame as Bobby. Those two guys, the same amount because it was just, but neither one of them could do anything, really, with their jobs because of uh, how good Baltimore and where they were, their other players around them. 
Yeah, Ron, I, I, I mean, I don't. I've got to watch the All-22 to see what was or wasn't there before before I, I, I jump to the, 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 the spot of where I'm at of Bobby Bobby's plan wasn't worth a flip. Um, I didn't personally, I didn't watch that game and think, man, Bobby sucks. Like I watched that game and I, and I, I watched penalties obviously stood out big time. Now I didn't watch it the way I did with Cleveland was like, man, Bobby's in his bag. Well, yeah, well, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, there's, there's, that's regardless of what caliber you think somebody is, there's going to be games where you come out and and you're just like, I'm going to tell you right now, like LaFleur in, in Green Bay. His game against San Francisco didn't look like the one against Dallas either. He was in his bag in Dallas, and then the one against San Francisco was a little muddier. It happens, right? Um, that's part of it's. I mean, hell, anybody that can go out there and put a, a great game plan where guys are running wide-ass open consistently, they can do that week in, week out, and never have a hiccup. And um, if you got a guy for me, let me know. I mean, there's some really good ones out there, but they even the best have, have hiccups from time to time. So – um, I'm just telling you, I didn't watch the game and think, boy, Bobby stinks. Yeah. I watched that game and the penalties stuck out. The the level of physicality and speed that the Baltimore defense played with like overwhelmed the Houston Texans offensively. Overwhelmed them offensively. Um I think I think you're, we're going to look back at this, and I think C.J. Stroud bailed on a pocket where he was getting interior. Why I always think interior push is is the the most difficult thing for a quarterback to deal with. Like I think interior pressure um, that wasn't real pressure; it was just getting pushed in a lot. I think he bailed a couple of times, which then all of a sudden the the Baltimore speed of that rush it becomes a problem. Um, but I, at no point did I did I look at that and go, "Boy, Bobby sucks today." Yeah, um, I'm sure we can find some times throughout the game. Sure, yeah. But as a whole, I I I, I got to know I got a list of things before I get to Bobby. All right, coming up. What was your emotion after that game? What was your feeling? Your emotion after that game? I found it very interesting listening to you and Sean on the post game show, kind of giving your thoughts and some of the callers. What was your emotion uh, on on Saturday night after that game concluded? We'll finish out and continue that coming up. Next, we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Reaction Monday, Playoff Edition. Presented by Texas Star Grill Shop on Sports Radio 610. Live from the Twin Peaks Studios, here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. D'Amico Ryan's One Last Coaches Show will follow us. So we are off here at 5. But D'Amico, so stay tuned. D'Amico will have his final Coaches Show right here on Sports Radio 610, so stay tuned for that. Uh, from the text line, 713-572-4610, someone said, hey, I agree with you, Clint. Um, they just had more talent. We need speed and playmakers. Yeah. Got to have answers, man. It did jump out. Got to have answers. When you, when you get to that level... When you get to the level of where you're, you're in the final, ultimately eight teams, 
um, of of an NFL season, there's you're going to run into really good pass rushes that you're going to have to have answers for. You're going to run into really good front sevens that are going to be able to stop the run that you got to have answers for. Um, you know, and 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 the easiest answer is a guy that is a man beater and just needs a chance, which we saw. We saw a lot here with with DeAndre Hopkins. You know, you saw it this weekend with we were talking about in the break, Mike Evans. Um, you know, and and, and or at the very least, it's got to be a guy like Zay Flowers that the Baltimore Ravens have, which obviously Jalen Waddle and 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 Tyreek Hill in in Miami, and you look at Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey out in San Francisco and. Um, you know, you, one of those two guys, like like either a a dude that once at very minimum once or twice is going to run by somebody and make a make a, a a big time big time catch, or you can get it to him underneath coverage and he can make guys miss and just sheer speed and change of direction and can go get a chunk of yard. Like you, like you ju- you've got to have um, at that level, you got to have those those types of guys. And and again, it can be a running back. Um, it, it could be a tight end. Um, as as you mentioned, you saw you saw Isaiah likely go up and moss Derek Stingley Jr. Um, look, I, I like Dalton Schultz, but I, I, Dalton I, I, Schultz is dropping balls in the biggest games. I'm about over it. Right. <laughs> well, I mean that's just that's just the reality. Like like Dalton Schultz, you ain't gonna block on the end, man. You got to catch right, every last one of them. Right, right. I, and, I, and the thing is, I would be okay. I'm not. I'm not banging on Dalton Schultz for not being able to moss anybody. I, I'm just. That's just not in his game. And there's there's value in the steady Eddie that's always there. That's got great chemistry with the quarterback. And the problem is, the more elite company you keep, right? The other the other tight ends in this league have that same. They're steady Eddies. They're where they're supposed to be. They got great great chemistry with the quarterback. Oh, and by the way, George Kittle, absolute dog, and can run after the catch. Right? Some of the guys like I said, I, block. Isaiah, right? I, I, some of the guys like you don't know Isaiah Likely got he can go up and moss somebody. We obviously know who Travis Kelsey is and, and what he does. Did you see last night in the 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 the, the Baltimore, I mean the uh Kansas City game and and the the the, the uh, Buffalo game? I mean, the commentators are are constantly. I mean, it was that Romo. Romo's constantly going. That's the guy they got to get open. Guess who it was? Tight end the drafted last year from uh from Kincaid. Utah, Dalton Kincaid, right? Absolute game changer. I mean, a, a mismatch, right? That you just don't have. I think it's probably the best way to put it. Like, you, you you just you don't have you don't have that guy. You don't have one of those guys, much less you know two or three guys. And by the way, I'm not. I, I want everybody like everybody starts thinking I'm knocking. I'm not knocking on on Nico. Nico is a a really good big bodied receiver. The 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 guy I'm talking the twitch I'm talking about the man beater I'm talking about the the he he's just not in his game. What he does is unbelievably impressive, and and what he turned into is 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 great for the Texans. But what I'm talking about is uh, a, a little different, a little different animal right there. Christian McCaffrey, like I said, you look Saquon Barkley's one of those guys. There, there's running backs out there that create mismatches. That just you. yeah, they they dial up the the best the best run defense. Boom, they get a linebacker free in the in the in the in the hole. Boom, make him miss and go hit your head on the goalpost. We saw Jonathan Taylor do that. To, to Blake Cashman, right? I mean that those kind of those kind of guys. You, you've got to have those kind of guys. The the more elite company you keep, final eight, 
obviously AFC Championship and Super Bowl. Man, the other teams got very similar guys with with the intangibles, but they've also those same guys at that level have the tangibles to go along with it. So uh, the Texans got to find those guys. Man. What, and, I, and I said this on the other side. What, what was your what was your what was your feel coming out of that game? What was your emotion coming out of that game? After the game, because there's a lot. I, I don't think there's very, very, if any, wrong answers to it. Because there, I think you can feel anywhere. I, I remember listening. Sean was really. It was a culmination of the great season, and he wasn't really going to let that game kind of take him down. To it, it seemed like I think he was disappointed in things that happened, but it was more or less what a great ride it was. For you, you came off a bit different here as, yeah. as it is on Monday. What, what's your emotion coming out of that? Game? I, I think I'm more. I'm, I mean, my, my response to Sean was Sean was ready to move on and 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 really tip the cap to the season kind of deal and was having a hard. I think his words were, "I'm having a hard time finding frustration in what he watched." And 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 I was the exact opposite. I I, I was uh, look. I, I am I'm I'm frustrated and I'm disappointed. Um, I'm not going to jump off a cliff or anything. But but at the end of the day. Um, I I thought the Texans' offense was further along than that. Uh, I I thought I knew that I knew they needed to find more weapons. I knew the offensive line was going to have to get better. I knew the the run game was going to struggle. I did not think it would all struggle to that degree. Um, you know, that 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 number one for me is is frustrating and disappointing, and and really more so first for me is the penalties. Like I thought this team. Um, was was beyond their best player and highest played paid player, Laramie Tunsil, um, killing drives. I, I thought this offensive line was better than four of the five guys up there. Uh, really, the 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 only guy that didn't have a pre snap penalty that that put us behind the change or or or, or killed us in, in drives was the the one guy that that Nick Casario cut. Michael Dieter. You know? yeah, he's the one that had the ball um, in his hand. That's what, yeah, I mean, Jonathan you, Bernard. You, you, Jonathan Bernard. Off. That's just, I mean, what I don't, was that? that was just completely, un, I don't know what the hell he was doing. Like, it, it almost appeared Des like. Des King they, had one as well. It's it just, almost appeared like they weren't ret, like that. this was too much. Like this. Well, was, I think he was trying. Oh, oh, you're talking about overall. I'm just overall just with those 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 penalties. Like, they just like. Yeah, I, I, it's I, any way you slice it, Ron, they weren't locked in. Whether it was the weather, whether it was the noise, whether it was the fact that you were you were in week twenty of the season, and or I didn't think whatever, that, I didn't think that would be the downfall of the loss. I right, I thought we, I thought we were beyond that. I, I, I thought I said it multiple times last year. I, I, I mean, last week, I thought, I thought, I thought that D'Amico Ryan's and Bobby Sloak. Now, we, I said it in response to Bobby Sloak getting interviewed and all that, but I, I firmly believed it. I, I thought, I thought there was no way. That a D'Amico Ryan's coach team at that point in time wouldn't be locked in, and, and there's, there you can make it whatever excuse you want. Like they can tell me whatever they want about why it happened. Like that is that is one hundred percent. You're just not locked in. Now you're not locked in, and you're getting your ass kicked. That that that's that that is a recipe for some pre snap penalties and and moving moving without confidence and things of that nature. So I, I was disappointed and frustrated, Ron. I was disappointed and frustrated. Yeah, I, yeah. I just, I was just, I could not believe that's how they, how they took the L. That's how they took the L. I, I that, that was to me, and and even in the first half, they they struggled mightily with, with just the little things. All right, we'll continue this week, uh, and we'll continue breaking this down and looking forward 
uh, as we rolled through a great football season overall for the Texans that ended in a tough L. D'Amico Ryan's coming up the coaches show behind us. Clint, great job. Chris, way to hold it down as well. Tyler, we look for having look forward to having him back tomorrow. I am Ron Hughley, as always, Houston. We love you, baby. These are the tales, the freaky tales. The freaky tales that I tell so well. <laughs> we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.